All right, everyone. Why welcome do you back even try? Why do you even try to open the show? Yeah, I don't understand show the off. point anymore. Yeah. You know what, Monkey? If you think it's so easy, let's let's have you. I open think it's the very show, easy for me to not. We'll be see whether or not I choose to interrupt okay. you. Okay. Hey, everybody! Welcome God to the State of the YouTube podcast. I... We're talking. We're gonna be talking about the MAGA kid. <laughs> yeah, breaking news on the show. <laughs> we're the only day, people still talking about this in February. Episode. No, no, no. But this is important because it's. Another symptom of the vapid modern day news cycle where something really something really important and significant happens and then everyone just forgets about it a week later and never talks about Oof. it again. But the Monkey Jones effect. Here we are to uh, pick up the pieces with this news, which I guess now is old. Week and a yeah, half right. old. It's, and it's by the time the show comes out, it'll be two and a half weeks old. But for those of you unfamiliar... There was a bit of a viral confrontation that took place in mid-January where it was widely reported on that this group of high school kids at Covington Catholic School in Kentucky, I believe, uh, were reportedly harassing a Native American man and chanting at him, build a wall, and surrounding him and preventing him from escaping. Yeah. So that's that's day one of the reports. Now, were, were the people who were upset about this, were they confused? Did they confuse what a Native American is with what a Mexican is? Because an, a Native American already lives here. They should not be worried about a border wall. They they live in the country. What's well, the problem? Ironically, as people actually looked into the raw two-and-a-half-hour video of what actually occurred, it turns out that there's no actual evidence of the kids chanting, build a wall. And actually, the Native American man proclaimed to the kids that they should go back to Europe. <laughs> was it wait 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 wait. Was it him that said that or was that the, those were the It was uh, either the black him Israelites. or I think he was with it was so, not the okay. black Israelites. So, it was him or and his activist partner who was also so a native this American. Was, this was this was what Washington DC that everyone was kind of uh, joined together. So these kids from Covington uh Catholic High School, they go out there to on some field trip or some shit and they're I think they're marching the, in uh, some sort of anti-abortion thing, right? Sure, as they do, and then uh, it's a it's sure, a public yeah, political Catholics, dispute. That's yeah. what's happening, yeah. and I think what went underreported for several days of this story is, and Rusty, you have made me very acquainted with these fellows, the Black Israelites. No, oh, I love them. <laughs> of whom I'm actually a big fan. I think they're very funny. Wow. I think yeah. they are. Uh, yeah. I think they are a brilliant commentary on sort of modern identitarian <laughs> politics today where wow. they just stand up at street corners and deliberately say the most offensive shit possible deliberately yeah. just racially discriminate against passerbys on the street and nobody cares nobody even knows who these guys <laughs> are because they're supposedly black and jewish I, I don't know. It's very questionable as to what these people actually believe and to how many of them are actually serious. It's kind of like flat earth people where you don't know what proportion of them actually believes what they're saying just because what they believe is so preposterous. But I it's mean, still I, really I, funny to watch these videos of these guys on the street just deliberately berating people and oh, causing dude, like public they, scenes. They got um they, they got like the the uh white people to like these white, you know, scared uh, self-hating liberals to lick their shoes. They're like, "Yeah, lick my boot, you little white cave dwelling." Oh, oh it's it's fuck. It's so cringy to watch. But <laughs> those awesome. weren't even those weren't even like the hardcore ones. Where he showed me that video of the guy so overcome by white guilt that he actually listens 
to just the pure racism that the black Israelites are espousing. And he bends down and kisses one of their feet. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> was, you, monkey, you got to watch it. It's, and those uh, were, uh, those weren't even can. the round it ones. Hurts. Those were like, those were like kind of the black Israelite light where they weren't, they weren't being that offensive and pushing the envelope. The ones you showed me were, I think they were in New York city or whatever. Those guys were really pushing it. Sure. Yeah, they're they're pretty much the um the the black Hebrew version of the Westboro Baptist Church. Right. So for those of you who are unfamiliar, that's basically what you compare them to in the best metaphor possible. They are basically a modern incarnate of the Westboro Baptist Church after Fred... Well, they're not even that modern. I mean, the the black Israelites have been around for years, probably since since like the early 90s, I would imagine. Have you guys heard about the Asian version of this group? Oh, there's an Asian one? No. Dude, I want to join them. Yeah, yeah it's called the, the Asian Vegan Squad. They go to Taco Bells and complain and make the orders oh, difficult. How dare you? R- really you funny interrupt stuff. my intro and then you throw in that barb. <laughs> they so, like put potatoes on their fucking taco and shit. The, the story with these, with these kids, or the story that came out from this, was what pissed me off the most because it was, it was clear race-baiting, political-baiting, um, and it was a very sensational story that turned out to be not all what it appeared to be uh, on first report. Um, well, Emperor Levy, okay. if you want to explain that. The thing is, modern-day media is all about rage-baiting and getting people to click on your article by just having an outrageous headline with the intent of sparking outrage in whoever's reading it. We are in a increasingly outrageous culture but the thing is what doesn't make the news is that our society year after year continues to get more safe and more peaceful but that doesn't sell articles so increasingly you see these news companies constantly having to search and claw for stories that are provocative and this right here, this should have been a complete non-issue. And if it had occurred 10 years ago, it would have been a complete non-issue. If it happened but, fucking four years ago, I don't think anyone would have cared near as much. But just the image, the headline banner image of this smug-looking kid wearing a MAGA hat and this sad-looking old Native American, just the symbolism of the picture, that's exactly what they like reporting on and what they want kind of the greater public to view right, the rest right. of the public as. When... So, so this situation was that uh, the, the image that they were sh- uh, showing everyone, the video they were showing everyone, was a very cropped down and out of context portion of the entire story where this old Native American man was beating his drum. Um, and then you see all these, these white uh, Catholic kids with smug faces wearing MAGA hats and they're all like standing around them and they're, you know, they're like jumping up in the air and shit. And they're reporting, they're saying that they're mocking this Native American man. So at first you're saying, well, that's fucking horrible. Uh, why no, are these? No, no, no. Time out. I, I never thought that. Am I the no. only one in this boat? No, but that's what that's what's been reported. And that's but what the, a majority of people of, believe. Even, I, I even though it's not really true. On the day it came out, I heard about it. So I watched the clip and I thought, wait, so when does the bad thing happen? They're all just fucking standing there. No, well, Am I missing something? Am I going crazy? Even the right. out-of-context clip, there's fucking right. nothing you, happening. Absolutely. I believe the point of contention for some people was that they were wearing MAGA hats they, they were singing. A, the Native American was carrying a drum and, like, playing a beat or whatever and I think humming at times. And the kids were, like, singing along. I think the point of contention, a lot of people interpreted that 
that they were mocking them. But and also that they approached him and that they surrounded him and they were they right. were limiting his access to and, and that's another leave. big factual gaffe by widely reported that these kids kind of just sur- surround and harass this Native American man when realistically he approached them. But I think with the with the mocking and chanting, it wasn't mocking. They were just kind of goofing off and just repeating what he was saying. They were yeah, they were singing like their own school anthem without the intent to discriminate. Whatever, that's just my interpretation. A lot of people got really angry and upset oh, over this, and this it. story was like the biggest story for a few days. All but... over Facebook, it was nonstop, and I and I would see this, and everyone that I know IRL uh, around my town, they're they're railing on it. They're fucking furious. They're posting it. They all have their opinions, and I was sitting on it because I didn't want to, I didn't I didn't want to like look too much into it yet because I knew it was going to be a big story that was gonna take like a lot of thinking and analysis but no one day i woke up and i was like all right today's the day i'm actually gonna look into this within fucking 20 minutes i found the the full video of of that everything was taken out of context of and the full video shows the complete opposite of what was being reported on and everyone's outrage it's the complete opposite they didn't surround this native american man he walked directly into the middle of this group right up to this kid's face and started banging a drum in his face. And the kid sat there and sure, he had a smug look on his face. Yeah, he but just I mean, fucking what the, stood there and watched it. What the fuck would you do? I mean, what, yeah. what was he supposed to do? Push him over? Yeah. No, he he's supposed to, no, he's supposed to bend down and kiss his feet. Yeah, he's supposed to lick guilt. his boot. Well, and, oh. is that why everybody's upset? Because like, are, are Native Americans supposed to no, no, be no. like an endangered species? No, are we what, supposed to I mean, praise this man for existing? I don't fucking no, get no, it. Here's what happened. Like, all, here's I what see happened. a bunch of humans on screen. Lucky, what the fuck are you? Here's what happened. The people outraged at this, they didn't actually bother to look at the video out of context, and they just trusted whatever the media was saying. It's a modern-day equivalent of the parable of the emperor's new clothes, where mm-hmm. if you look at the actual thing, it, it's kind of innocuous. If anything, the most pressing issue of this whole video was the black israelites but no one cared about them and people yeah. continue to not care about the black israelites in this age of identity politics as they but, should as they should not care about them but in the context of this argument that everyone's making the argument that they were making of what supposedly these these catholic kids were doing the black israelites were right there actually doing that thing to tenfold or a hundredfold I know, or it's very, to any degree. It's very it's very odd how people are just we've become so ingrained with like identity politics that people just completely ignored the black Israelites. Well, I, when I say these people, I think it's more of the agenda setting people who right. will just say whatever they want just and to those, their agenda. And those who are afraid to call out that agenda because a lot of people see this, they hear this argument and they're they're afraid to say something like, "Hey, that's not actually what happened? Because if you do that, then all of a sudden uh, you're uh, a fucking racist and and you're um, a white supremacist and all this shit. But really, it, that's just not what happened. I, I posted a status on on Facebook just because I was fucking pissed that that the story was just completely incorrect. It was a false headline. It was a false clickbait headline made to inflame reported the situation. on wildly by like right. legitimate publications like Washington Post. I got so much fucking shit. From all these people that they they would approach me in the bars and just be like, I saw that thing you posted, like, oh, um, you know, your dog whistling white supremacy and this and that. Rusty, you, you don't mother- fucking go out of your house. What are you talking about? <laughs> you drink at home alone. Sometimes a lot. <laughs> no, no, but here's the thing. 
I think I'm I'm trying to like rationalize why so many people reacted to the story the way they did and were just hating these kids, like calling wishing death upon these kids. You know what and, it was. But the idea is that the the mass majority of people are reacting to the idea of the image rather than what's actually taking place. Right, exactly. They see the image that's been used in this headline. It's like it symbolizes it symbolizes like the white conquest of the Native Americans, the original mm-hmm. oppressees of I'm European smiling in expansion the face. into the new world. And I'm I'm, and I'm smugly smiling in the face of your oppression. Ha ha, you lose, we won. That's yeah, and what every, they saw. Everybody learn everybody learns about it in school growing up these days about the oppression of the native americans and how they got fucking wiped out by the white imperialists which were colonizing america (laughs) i mean let's let's be honest here uh we didn't we i don't mean we but fucking early american uh in in european settlers and the western expansion we didn't do them uh, too many justices right it's it's widely known that the native americans got completely fucked over and over again, repeatedly, for hundreds of years. But with that being said, everyone's kind of aware of that fact. It's a common thing to know now. And then when they see these this headline, and it's being reported on by numerous institutions, it's like it's not this fringe thing that's just reported on by Vice or whatever. It's being mass reported on. They kind of just fall back on the reports, and they don't, and they they're like, "Oh, I trust you. I trust you." I don't have to go into the video. Like, why would why would so many of them report on this inaccurately if it wasn't sure. true? But well, Philip DeFranco was like a, in this a big case, one. Ah, stupid fucking Philip DeFranco. He, he said didn't was, even do it on his show. He he it, well, felt so outraged he had to post a Twitter video. Yeah, because he said he was on his day off. He was kind of taking a vacation, but he saw it, and then he had, and and not just him. A lot of a lot of uh, uh, I guess more right wing pundits were also they just saw what was presented to them. And they they express their outrage. This is not right. This is not what uh, we stand for. Blah blah blah. These kids are in the wrong. But they didn't look into it at all. No one did. And then the second that this video came out, the full video that the black Israelites were <laughs> filming, uh, where they were they were shouting at them, they were uh, calling, uh, you know, how many uh, n words do you have in your group? And uh, you're calling it saying Donald Trump. You know, you're Donald Trump. You know, he's a uh, he's a faggot, right? And these kids are going, we don't Oof. care. Why does that matter? Yeah, they're uh, actually combating against the, the offensive against things that the black Israelites were saying. But that never got reported. No. Um, anyway, I guess my bigger uh, you point You guys want to hear the fucked up thing is that when this full two-hour video came out, it got to the front page of Reddit after an hour. Fucking Reddit deleted it. They did course. not want that shit going public. Oh, yeah, that was weird. Like, you, Do not trust anything you see on Reddit. Those fuckers are trying to delete the truth so that they can push their agenda. It's, it's very fucking odd. disgusting. It's very and they odd got with the agenda doing it. We all fucking saw you do it, Reddit. You smug retards. We fucking caught you. Whatever. I, I don't care for Reddit that much, but YouTube apparently did the same thing. It's where a lot of people get their news, man. YouTube apparently did the same thing where one guy uploaded the raw video and he got his account terminated. Oh, it shit, did very, he? very fishy stuff going on related to this story. Because but, you can't go against the agenda. It's yeah. not a conspiracy anymore. I watched it get deleted from Reddit. That's that's uh, fucking incredible. Because, and because that raw video was from the black Israelites. 
<laughs> they filmed it themselves. It's not like someone took it. There's two hours. You can God, watch I the love, entire I thing. I fucking love the black Israelites. They're so oh, and the, fucking the, funny. The very best thing was the reaction on Twitter from all the uh, the blue checkmark people. They said, uh, I'm not going to watch a two-hour video, guys. Yeah. Stop sending me yeah. this. I don't have time to watch this. Right. I, I already made up my mind. I, I don't have time to look into it. Motherfucker, if you have Griffin a strong it. opinion... If you have a yeah, strong opinion the- on it, you have to look it up. You have to watch it. If you're going to be over here uh, uh, making all these assumptions about these kids and, and what they, they fucking tried to dox the kids. They doxed yeah, yeah. them it's wrong. It's more than making the- assumptions. Kathy Griffin was posting trying to get violence against them. Yeah, there are yeah. celebrities coming out encouraging violence against these kids. And against I'm children. just sitting here saying, like, what is going on with these people? First of all, like, none of these people – it was the polar opposite last year with the Parkland thing. And of course the Parkland kids are at least the ones that the media highlights. I know there's one like Kylo Kashuv, I think who is like pro gun and he got buried in all of it. But the girl I interviewed was, uh, she didn't have the agenda. Nobody cares what she has to say. Like for weeks and weeks, the Parkland kids were held up as like human kid shields to push an agenda. And God forbid you say anything against a kid or you want to murder children. And now you have these celebrity influencers coming out saying, like, we literally want to commit violence against these kids. I don't know if they're joking or not. Some of them seem pretty serious with what they were saying, but they're like, yeah, fuck up the kids. This kid what? has a really punchable face. Punch him. Kill yeah, him. Yeah, right, right. The, the thing that I saw it was that actually uh, disturbed me the most was the doubling down. Once people uh, that were semi-reasonable could actually look at the, the all the news stories coming out saying, wow, uh, the initial reporting was 100% incorrect and almost complete opposite of what we said. Then everyone started doubling down. They started trying to look into the, the school and what the school promotes. Does the school uh, have an image of anti-abortion or something? See, these guys are wrong. See, we weren't, we weren't wrong by saying that these kids uh, surrounded this Native American man and started shouting taunts and insults at them for no reason except for the fact that they're racist. Uh, mm-hmm. That story was squashed. So what else can we find on them to make sure that they remain the villain and that we remain right? Because it's hard for people to to say, wow, you know what? I looked at it and I was wrong. Oh, it's not hard. It's impossible. These it's people impossible. are incapable. No, I, I'm just trying to rationalize in my head like, what has caused people to react this way. It's just such a visceral hate-filled reaction and it's Dude, mostly it's they, they like fucking, left-wing people it's like isn't the left the party of oh we got to help everyone love and peace and tolerance but they're just hateful to these fucking kids who didn't actually do anything wrong and it's like they're almost being willfully ignorant they're willfully blinding themselves I'll from tell you this. the the non-issue that the story should have been this, this person this person irl who who called me out at the bar he openly openly hates white people and Ugh. for a while, I thought it was ironic, like, it was, you know, it was funny, like, uh, I was like, yeah, yeah, it's cool, whatever, you know. Is it Trash Rat? No, 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 this is, this is a black fella. Uh, Definitely not Trash Rat. <laughs> and and, and I, I think that a lot of this comes from an actual, like, th- this whole thing that started out a little bit tongue-in-cheek of, oh, yeah, white people suck. Now, people actually fucking hate white people, especially a lot of white people, which is which is fucking pathetic, but it's it's hilarious. And I, you know, I'm not all about promoting fucking race at all, but it's it seems like it's becoming more and more clear that they hate them because they're white. They hate them because 
they wear a MAGA hat because they, uh, I don't know, they're Trump supporters. They hate them because they're Catholic. They hate them because they're anti-abortion. And they hate them because they want border security. Also because they have smug fucking punchable faces, which I'm not even going to deny that. <laughs> I, I wanted to punch that kid. Why? Well, I don't, I don't know. He's because, just standing there. Because he, I think I it's just like a, bunch yeah, it, it, I really, a bunch of kids. I really, I really feel like it's rotten to try to push a violent agenda against these kids. No, who, I don't think you should. Like, even, even if they were being fucking offensive and raucous, then I still don't think it's justifiable because they're just fucking kids. Did do you? Does everyone listening to this have the same fucking opinions they had when they were seventeen in high school? I know I don't, and it's only been five years removed since then. And should I'm somebody sure. be physically assaulted for even if they are hey, being racist? Violence. What the fuck world are we living in where yeah, you can right, right. assault somebody because they're racist towards you? What are you talking about? I mean, that's the whole thing with the the black Israelites is that, is that they hope they hope that you will uh, initiate violence against them because I, then I, you're fucked. I'm just very yeah. confused by just the pure sheer amount of dissonance here, the amount of cognitive dissonance that. These people who just rallied all the troops, supporting, threatening violence against these kids who, one, didn't really actually do anything wrong, and two, they're fucking 17-year-old high school kids, and I... I'm and I'm always skeptical too of saying, oh, think of the children, but still, they're like... <laughs> yeah, fuck them. Th these are the same people who, just a year ago, held up the Parkland kids as just child shields, saying, look at these little angels, if you're against these angels, you want them to fucking die in school shootings and then they're just turning around just like less than a no, year later and no, encouraging no, no. violence against these kids not it's less than a year absurd you're talking you're talking less than a month because whenever louis ck came out with or not came out with but whenever that video was taken of him at uh doing his his stand-up and uh he made the jokes about the parkland kids everyone railed about how these are children and he's punching down to these innocent children these victims but now whenever it's uh they're on the other side same age kids now they're fucking monsters and they deserve to be docs and they deserve to be threatened and treated with violence and shit i'm just very confused how the same people can be such hypocrites and i go back to this i said this on an earlier podcast and all of you guys fucking misconstrued and took it out of context <laughs> uh -oh. where, where i said that oh okay my argument of our society today is that racism has never been as small of an issue but people treat it like it's the most salient issue in all of America, like we're in pre-civil rights times. <laughs> I'm not denying, I'm not disputing the fact that there are racist people out there. But yeah, look at Rusty. So many people. <laughs> not a racist. And it's like mainstream, it's like people I in swear. mainstream politics studying mainstream current events, they believe that racism is the single biggest problem in America. And it's just not. Hey, remember whenever that that black church burnt down and um, on the side was spray painted uh, uh, Trump, Oof. and everyone assumed that it was instantly assumed that it was just uh, some white supremacist. It turned out to be some black guy, and Ooh. then that story didn't really make its run the same way the first one did, because no. because these news media sites once they come out with a sensational story, they can't they can do retractions, uh, but they're not going to put out a new article saying. Hey, we were actually wrong. Here's the real story. Like they haven't done with with um, with this recent uh, uh, Catholic school situation with the Native American. Well, let me tell you why I think this is secretly a great thing. This whole shitstorm. I think there is a silver lining that we should all embrace into the future, and that is 
typically when it comes to fake news and biased reporting, there's at least some ambiguity. You know, may maybe somebody made a mistake. It's, it's hard to tell. You never know for sure. This is the most black and white case of people getting it wrong, being proven wrong, and doubling down. So now we have we have something to look at as evidence of who is biased, who is literally fake news. If we just make a list of all the people who reported this uh, and did not retract their story, and even those who doubled down after being proven wrong, we now have a list of people that we know are not trustworthy whatsoever. I think that's a very useful tool. Yeah, they should probably get fucking well, sued for defamation. Oh, a lot. they're class getting action sued. Oh, no, Don't you worry. Absolutely. They These are people who are no, so no. up in arms about what Alex Jones did to the fucking Newtown family. And I agree, it's fucking messed up what he did. But they're sitting here doing the basically the same thing, having online lynch mobs going against these absolutely. kids and their families when they didn't actually do anything wrong. It's all because of these unscrupulous reporters and well they try to bury this story just as quick really because now activists. there's already and we're gonna a... get into that later when we talk about the buzzfeed yeah. and yeah. Huffington post layoffs but i have a bit more to talk about here with this story kind of with what i was saying earlier where my theory with all this it's not some big conspiracy to just destroy white america or whatever as some far-right people would say what's happened here goes back to what i said about how racism is really not that big of an issue anymore you can't say that, and I'm probably going to get flamed for saying that, but it, not it's just Asian. not. He can say You're whatever the there, fuck he wants. There's a lot of trouble. There are so many more, far more important issues in America that get no reporting. For I'll just give an example. Monkey like Jones' the, YouTube channel. Not enough. Yeah. <laughs> Way more We've important than racism. It, but no, no, no. There are huge <laughs> issues in America that are that affect people negatively way more than a couple racist guys on a message board. <laughs> but they like never what? get reported on. For example, there's a huge public health issue in America. Do you think it's normal that 36% of people in this country are not are, vegan? <laughs> are fucking obese and look like the Michelin man? Wait, do I you don't... think that do you think that's normal? Do you think that Wait, what do you mean normal? Do you think it's I don't know. I it's the only time in human history that obesity levels have ever been this high. I don't really think that it's a normal thing. I think it's an actual epidemic and yeah. people are dying in their 50s and 60s. It's just become a normalized thing. And I just don't understand why this. Well, I kind of understand it with what I'm going to get into later, but it should be a far more important issue that gets reported on much more often because people are just. Let me, dying. let me tell There's you. There's a health crisis in America, and nobody cares. Yeah, well, if okay. we want to use if we want to use an objective measurement as something like deaths, more people have died of heart disease from obesity than racism heart in the disease, history diabetes, of mankind. Stroke. All right, but this is you're, this how is many people have died from racism equivalence. compared to uh, obesity. That's that's not even a good argument. Uh, but listen, yes, they, it is. It's no. an objective measurement <laughs> of which is a bigger problem. No, because there's some things that you what have to. What do you mean, to, no? You, because if you're once you're trying to go into diet and lifestyle, and the other you're trying to go into uh, politics and. I, I think race. it goes far beyond just some. I'm going into diet. trying to save lives. That's the goal in my end. Listen, the obesity. Lives. Do you think the what obesity will save epidemic, more lives? Ending obesity or ending racism? This is not new, and yes, it has. How many been people died on. from MAGA hats? It is new. Rusty. It's not new. No this one. Was, this was a huge fucking issue. There's, in the there early was thirty six. Uh, there's thirty six percent obesity Pits in dozens. fucking nineteen hundred. 
I don't no, think so. No, I'm saying that this Rusty, used to people, be a big issue. Listen, people you might have been America. a little young, but I remember when everyone was talking about right, how I'm, everyone I'm gonna was obese. I'm going to end this digression just a little bit, but okay. people in America right now, the average age, it's about the same age as elderly people were living in the fucking 1700s. And yes, back then the average life expectancy was a lot lower because a shitload of kids died before they reached the age of 10. But if you look at the actual ages of fully grown adults in New England in like the late 1600s, colonial America, old people were living into their 60s and 70s. And don't you think it's a little bit odd how they're kind of living to the same age now with all of our progress in medical technology? Don't you think that's a bit of a disturbing trend? Well, I also think it's disturbing that... um that uh, healthcare and, and cures for a lot of stuff cost the same amount, even though the technology allows them to be considerably cheaper. Right. Yeah, that's There's another bigger problem than racism. Huge problem, like affordability of is. pharmaceuticals. There's yeah. an opioid epidemic. Shitload of Americans are just addicted to opioids. And I, mean, I want to ask Rusty. Reported. I want to ask Rusty a series of funny "Would you rather"s based on uh, what we we're talking about here. Rusty, would you rather be denied service? at Waffle House due to your race or have your leg chopped off because you're a fat fuck with diabetes? Uh, would that be my fault that I got my leg <laughs> chopped off? Well, yeah, because you're a fat fuck who's obese and you're not smart enough to stop eating. I, yeah, sh- uh, sh- sure. I would rather get uh, denied service at yeah, Waffle House. Yeah, of course House. you would. But the, and that's, that's about as bad as racism anyway, typically that, gets. That's, that's, stu- the, that's stupid. Though. Would that's you rather the point cut your foot that's off the... or... Uh, or or get yeah, cut off. Rusty, that's the point. We're that's calling point. you stupid Rusty, because obesity racism, is way worse racism than racism. Gets, racism gets treated like the single most oppressive thing in America. The single most salient issue. Yeah. Where yeah, God forbid you have any problems, but if you encounter a racist, that becomes public enemy number one. What I'm saying is that there are these huge swaths of just massive systemic issues in American culture that are negatively affecting the entire population and they never get reported but racism does every time there's like a little tiny racist event where a white person does anything against a minority it gets reported on like wildfire and the reason i the reason i say that is because my theory with why these journalists have become so unscrupulous and why they just are so willing to hop on the bandwagon of any interaction that kind of promotes the agenda that america is this racist hellhole is that what article are you going to click on? Are you going <laughs> to click on the article that says, oh, people are fucking fat in America? Yeah, this is the point, I would this click is on that, the point that I'm trying to make. This is the point I'm trying to make. Is that, is that yes, these, these have been reported on, and you hear about them all the time, and humans only have a capacity to care about something for so long. How, how much can you hear about uh, some new war in some uh, country where there's... I don't know, by their words, uh, brown, yeah, brown children yeah, getting killed by drone strikes. How long oh, yeah, that's can another you thing. really We're keep drone striking, by Because that doesn't... drone striking thousands of brown people a day right. in and that, some and that godforsaken country. That doesn't directly affect uh, our day-to-day life. So, yeah, people, yeah, they don't click that's on what it. I was so getting to. That gets squashed. Rusty, that's what I was getting well, to. And then obesity as well, because people talk about obesity all the time. But the second, that, that's something that people get tired of listening to. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Smoking's bad for you. Uh, you shouldn't drink because of this. Um, 
Is this hitting a little too close to home? <laughs> no, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of things that don't necessarily relate. Smoking to me, is uh, bad for I'm, you, by I'm the way. Drawing a blank. You should probably yeah, stop. So if, if, you're, if, you're addicted to cigarettes, Rusty. If the point is people get tired of hearing about that, how come M's point of I'm tired of hearing about? Uh, this okay, well here's the thing. Because, here's I, because it gives Rusty them was, a benefit uh, by no, by hearing about it. Okay. No, yeah. Let me finish. The reason that articles about obesity and drug addiction and drone strikes don't do as good is because. Yeah, one, like you were getting at Rusty, there's kind of a detachment to it where if you're not obese and you're not addicted to drugs, it's difficult to care about it. But when you report on a racist story, oh, oh boy, and if you're one of the races affected, suddenly that creates that creates a big alarm bell in your head. That makes you mad. Mm. Yeah, and it's, a, and it's, it's an over-encompassing where... thing. Racism, they, they're they making it an over-encompassing thing that affects every aspect of your life. So it's harder to ignore something like, like race because you're saying everyone, everything I do is based on the fact that racism exists. As that's right. what, That's what they're saying. Not everyone's obese. Not everyone's an addict. Right. But Almost everybody's everyone, obese. Everyone has a racial identity. And if you see something where your race has been negatively affected, you take that personally and you click on the article. And those articles sell yeah. and get the most clicks and the most views and sell the most ads. Sensationalism. So, there's no conspiracy here, I don't think, to just wipe out the white race or whatever, like some of these radical oh, people say. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I'm, okay. blue, I'm, I'm a blue pill pleb no, or whatever. But on, no, it's just these fucking articles. They just want to make money. That's but how did, how, did we, That's how did we actually ever get to a point to where those became the most clicked on articles. There has to be a social no, it's mindset just, it's in It's the place. basic psychology, Rusty. It's the basic psychology. What, that, what, what, white people bad? No, but when when you involve race, that's part of your identity. I don't think it was and always like that, though. It makes, I it think makes you care. A recent, kind really? of a more recent thing. I, I mean, yeah, to a degree it has, but it, definitely in waves. But I think more recently, it's much, much of a bigger issue than it was going back 20 well, years. Well, we do we do live in a highly charged age featuring the rise of more identitarian politics. And so who charges back it? That's the, the day, question. That's where the conspiracy was... comes in. Who is actually who's pushing for this this racial charge? This uh Well, there's money to be made. What, right, but but that's, that that's, it's just simple. They want to make money. Yeah, and but why the, is this the most effect They're a dying industry, Rusty, which is what we're going to get into later. I, I mean, I agree but with you. I'm just saying these media companies, they are struggling and clawing who's pushing the agenda how is the agenda being pushed that this is such a popular issue when it always was not such i think money drives the agenda and not the other way around um yeah okay well sure the Uh, agenda the agenda is a symptom of finding a formula of getting people to click on your news article and it just so happens that it involves just repeating the same thing over and over again. Well, look, guys, it's the hate crime of the week that may or may not have actually happened. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. People get angry. They'll click on their article. They don't even have to agree with the article. They don't. They can think it's completely fake news, but they'll click on the article anyway just to verify whether what's being said is true. Uh, going on with your point, uh, when's the last time you heard of a, an unarmed, innocent black man being uh, gunned down by the police like you used to hear about once about about once every month? Um, no, but Rusty, Rusty that, here's the thing. Here's the thing. No, this is what I'm saying is that, is that like you, yeah, it is money, but you don't hear about it anymore, even though that's happening, or uh, maybe it may still or uh, not Trust be happening. Trust me, Rusty. Trust me. Whenever there's an interaction like that, they report on it. But the problem is that I go back to what I said, like at the beginning, our society has never been more tolerant 
and racism has never been less of an issue. Right. But and because of that, it doesn't matter how often these people report on it. It doesn't matter how many people have been duped into thinking that racism is just still this huge issue in America. Well, guys, I solved it's, the it's issue. Not gonna, it's not going to change it. that trend. Guys, I solved racism. I just did it. I posted, it? I posted a poll on Twitter. What is a bigger issue in America? No pun intended. Racism or obesity? And Rusty, I hate to tell you, 84% said obesity. I think uh, I think we got a, a point over here. Hey, speaking yeah, but to Mumkey, the choir. That, Mumkey, that's that's your audience. So my audience, uh, I don't know. I mean, if you ask, if you, if you, Rusty, if you went like to a random Gainesville bar and you asked people, they would definitely say racism, even though oh, it's yeah, fuck not really course. the case. But what what I'm oh, trying so to say is that you mean on the internet where people can be anonymous and more honest, uh, that's going to be a little different from when people want to make the the popular the suspected popular answer face to face. Well, I mean no because obesity itself has already been uh, the 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 uh, a public opinion on obesity is also trying to be curated and changed to where obesity it, it's is uh, actually healthy, a good thing. Yeah, healthy yeah. at every size, beauty at every size, which makes it an even bigger is an issue. Thing. Right. Because so now, obesity, in my view, is a worse issue. And now it's getting even worse because people are trying to say obesity is a good thing that we should all celebrate, whereas racism is still, it's obviously bad. And just like obesity should be. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But here, here's what I'm saying with my, just my final thoughts to this theory here. So society continues to get more peaceful, but the media relies on the same formula of race baiting and rage baiting and click baiting yeah. in order outrage. to get people to get on their articles and give them ad revenue. So as society becomes more peaceful, which is an overwhelming trend over the last 50 years, it's kind of undisputable based on various studies that have come out about it. But as society gets more peaceful, these publications need more and more articles to keep the anger machine turning. Sure. They got to they got to keep putting out these articles which give the impression that America is this racist hellhole and get people on edge, get people paranoid and tuning in for more and they're just running out of stories so it forces them to report on more and more innocuous issues and yeah they gotta they gotta blow up any story they can to make it fit their narrative uh, in order to keep it going what is thus far concluded in the beginning of 2019 is that they have now fucking turned these kids into national pariahs when they really just stood there and didn't really do much of anything yeah, they but they're do- getting treated. They're getting treated and reported on like there's some corrupt, racist police officer who just shot and killed an unarmed black man. It, they're getting the same ire from the angry mob. Well, that was, that was the point I was making is that that once I think people started kind of getting sick and tired of the whole um, unarmed black man got shot by the police stories. Because those started coming out where you look into the person and you watch the video and you see... You know, and not in all the cases, because there are some really fucking horrific ones. Uh, but the a lot of them that they would hold them up to be like martyrs. Uh, it was like a dude walking around fucking Walmart with a like a toy gun or or someone who's like fighting the police, and then he got shot. I'm saying, why would you hold them up to be the martyrs when there's so many more? But I think people got tired of it because it was easily disputable in a lot of cases, and they're probably gonna get tired of this unless they continue to change the narrative. But I don't think that. I think stories like this are going to continue to come out in, in more frequency the closer it gets to the uh, Well, yeah, just the other day, election. there was an alleged report about how this actor from, like, this black actor from Boardwalk Empire, whatever the show is called, 
got like assaulted on the streets of Chicago by yeah. guys wearing MAGA hats. Yeah, yeah, that's what I and heard. There's just yeah. no evidence. There's no evidence well, of saying. any of that, that story, actually occurring. That story is to squash the fact that the last story uh, fucking sucked and was was proven to be incorrect. So I haven't, but, I haven't looked into this one yet, so I, I don't really have much to say on it, but I, I know it's been coming out now, and I'm saying, wow, that's convenient. It's been three days, and with all the security cameras, all the footage reviewed by, like, 12 detectives in, like, the Chicago police force, they haven't found any evidence of this reported event actually occurring. Boardwalk Empire, that's the, the, the show that uh, the actor was attacked? I, I believe so. Yeah. I don't know. It, but it, it goes back to what I'm saying, where... We've reached a point where our culture is actually so peaceful. Well, unless you include the black Israelites, but they can't report on them for like different reasons. Um, I mean, to be fair, they are not violent. They just say they just say offensive I mean, things like, provoking. With a nation of like 320 million people, you're bound to have some of these interactions happen each day. But to hold these up. And even at the point where now they have to search so desperately where they have to take it out of context and misreport it and misconstrue everything, even just to hold that up and somehow use it as evidence that our society is systemically racist, it's just simply not true. Well, I know. I mean, this is this is my problem why it's, I fucking cannot— It's just cannot, undisputable. I can't, it's undisputable that our society has never been more tolerant. I don't— I can't exist on Facebook because I see people post these stories— that without any evidence and they already they're already railing for some sort of a violent backlash or some uh, agenda driven ideology thing disturbing and i look at them going what the fuck why don't they just actually look at the story (laughs) and there's there's nothing there's nothing there it's a non non non-story because there's no proof and it's just people saying things to get them riled up and i guess i guess there's 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 a second part to my theory so i've i've explained why this sort of happens the misreporting and the misrepresentation it happens on the media end right but there's still it still leaves the question of why are there just so many swaths of people just getting absolutely riled up just vicious i know why. hate directed towards these kids so uh, you can you can explain it okay Rusty, oh, so, and then so, i'll go into my theory so so my first theory is is um is that it's 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 a falling into line and being accepted by uh by the 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 main main thing people that don't want to they don't want to be outsiders they don't want to think different they don't want to express different ideas and so whenever the main narrative becomes blank uh and everyone's railing towards that everyone has to say well you know i want to keep my friends i don't want to be like some confrontational bigot because if i disagree i'll be a bigot i don't want to be a bigot i guess i'll agree and and i won't have any dissenting opinions because then they'll turn against me. That's how people start. That's how everyone's getting put into the category of alt-right is because they just have a dissenting opinion. And you see what happens whenever people get put into the category of alt-right. Uh, they, they won't allow you to speak at, at colleges or at venues. They'll start to protest everything you do. They'll try to get you fired. So people don't want that to happen to them in their normal lives. Uh, and so they just tend to fall. They say, you know what? It's easier for me just to fall in line and agree with this and to say, yeah, I'm on board. I, I stand for uh, what you're claiming to be all about, which is against racism, against sexism. I agree. But the truth is they, they're not even thinking about it and they don't want to think about it because they might have a different opinion. And if they do, they're going to have to keep that quiet. I know a lot of people that, that uh, they refuse to say what they actually think whenever in, in a group. 
but they'll they'll say something different uh, whenever they're talking to you one on one. So, Rusty, your theory kind of leads to why the silent majority stays silent. Uh And what I'm trying to explain is the people who are actually just being the aggressors in the situation, just going on Twitter and encouraging violence against these kids. They're unhappy. What what actually forces these people into a mindset? They have nothing going for them. And all they can do is is uh, is stick to an identity because they're mad. They're they're bitter. They're mad. They have nothing going for them. And all they can do. Here's what I think. Okay. So coincidentally, all this stuff happened during MLK weekend. And Rusty, I don't know since it's been like 40 years since you've been in school. Yeah. I was in school from probably about 05 to 2016. We still celebrated Columbus Day whenever I was in school. Yeah, and they're kind of doing away with that now. Columbus went to your school, I believe. Yeah, yeah, he founded it. (laughs) Wow. About a year before I started. (laughs) What What I just want to say is that growing up in public school, you learn about Martin Luther King almost every single year. And I'm not trying to dispute the greatness of Martin Luther King. Whoa, and, whoa, I should never have to say that. No, no, yeah. but, but no, but fucking people are gonna fucking say that and misconstrue what I said. Just like how they said, just like how when I said that racism is not that big of a problem in America, they construe it to say it's like me saying racism doesn't exist, which I never actually said. Yeah, you fucks. Yeah, okay, but still, I feel like I have to fucking tell me. Tell me why Martin Luther was, King Jr. was a hack. No, no, but <laughs> you you learn about. The great Martin Luther King, year after year. Why are you saying that so sarcastically? I, I, I'm not I heard, being fucking sarcastic. I heard I'm just air saying, quotes. No. Yeah, around great. No. You fucks. What I'm trying to say that is that- word would have been in, uh, italicized if it was- Okay, I know this is, this is going to be a really fucking roundabout thing, but you guys, well, hopefully you understand Fred lightly. I make my point. Everyone in public school in America learns about Martin Luther King and civil rights. It's just become adopted- in the curriculum, like where any history class you take, you're bound to learn about civil rights and the plight of the civil rights movement. Yeah, it's a, a major historical moment in America that changed the fate of 15% of our population. I'd say that's a pretty big story. Yeah, and civil rights people have rightfully been um, prescribed in history as heroes. Lionized and as a lot heroes, of people, that's right. Yeah, a lot of people heroize them. Heroize. Sure. A lot of people also a lot of people also like to try to emulate their heroes. Mm. Now the problem is, twenty first century, twenty tens American society, there is nowhere near the amount of oppression that yeah. civil rights people had to deal with. There's no call but for people, action. But everyone wants to be like Martin Luther King. Everyone wants to have like a purpose that they're a big, they're a nice freedom fighter, and they're fighting against the system and the evil racists like the fucking arkansas mayor who forced the kids to be segregated everyone wants to fight against something like that we live in a culture of superheroes superhero movies are huge now they've never been bigger and we're constantly brought up with these stories about good and evil yeah absolute good and absolute evil and you're being told every day that if you stand idly by and watch as these atrocities take place then you are complacent and you are responsible for it and so there's a lot of there's a lot of guilt by not doing anything. And if even though there's not necessarily anything that needs to be done. I feel like the generation of people about maybe five to 15 years older than me, they're kind of a, they get labeled a lot as the millennial generation. I don't know. I, I kind of just view things in terms of more of a time frame rather than just calling everyone millennial. But still, it, it's a generation, I feel, that 
Oh, it's definitely the millennial the, oh, generation. It's it's like my yeah. age and and maybe give or take like two Starbucks, to five years or something. Starbucks black brim glasses, neckbeard guy writing a novel on his Apple laptop. That type of demographic. <laughs> sure. I feel like a lot of these people. They brought up during a time when the paradigm was in the middle of shifting from kind of conventional means to everything being digitized and integrated with the internet. Yeah, the internet became a big thing. A lot of them, a lot of them got brought up thinking they were going to do one thing, and then just society changed so quickly, and they got kind of disillusioned from that. My point with all this is that this generation of people, they're really struggling for kind of a purpose in their lives, and. It's a way to get depressed where if you feel aimless and you feel like your life doesn't really have a deeper meaning, where you, you're not really motivated to do anything, it's fucking depressing. You get depressed. Yeah, but a little bit. That's what I was saying is the fact that these people don't have anything to do. They don't have anything to attach to, and they feel they feel like they're useless. They have no goals. They have no angles, and if they're not successful doing something on their own or actually making like a legitimate uh, change, then yeah, they they feel like that they're not doing their job uh, as as a human, and they're and they're told that they have to be doing this. So the fact that they aren't means that they're looking for some way that they can be the one that's that's uh, rallying the troops to uh, to make the difference and make the world a better place. Yeah, even though it's not necessary for everyone to do that, and so they have to find things that don't necessarily need to be changed and the the rally for those to be changed for some better good. Right, right. No one or the vast majority of people don't want to exist without a greater purpose to their lives unless you have a high IQ and watch Rick and Morty and you're an <laughs> epic nihilist who thinks nothing matters, so I might as well just lie in bed all day and hey, eat tendies. Hey, don't make fun of me. <laughs> tendies. Whatever. A lot of people, like, we strive to have purpose. Like, we feel out of balance and out of whack if we don't have a greater purpose. Evolutionarily, and absolutely. I, I feel like the combination of kind of the public school system emphasizing civil rights and superhero culture and this generation where a lot of them are disillusioned, a lot of them just turn to political activism and they feel like it's their life's greatest mission where if I'm going to exist on this earth, I might as well do something good. Because none of these people are evil, I don't think. They're just kind of, I feel like they're just kind of really Misguided. misled down the yeah. wrong path. Yeah. It's, it's So like for the analogy, maybe uh, they're doing Superman feats to stop uh, a misdemeanor. So there's a lot of collateral damage where there doesn't yeah. need to be. Right, none exactly. Of them, yeah, they're, they're destroying a building people... in a giant war against the robot to stop a jaywalker. Yeah, right. One thing's for sure, none of these people think they're evil. No, they think no. they're on the right side. Every, and that nobody those who oppose them are evil. evil, do they? Other right. than Rusty. But unfortunately, <laughs> it it ends up creating very negative consequences. And I'm just trying to reconcile why this happened. You know what this seems like to me? It is you know, whenever we go through our teenage years and we're angsty and we want to punch a wall and go like, "Fuck you, mom and dad!" Like I'm doing this. Like I'm my own person. I'm gonna run away. That's, I'm still doing that. Yeah, but uh, that's what I'm saying. But now it's like. That's what, that's what you're supposed to do when you're when you're fucking thirteen to sixteen. But now people are doing it at twenty nine and thirty two, and they're doing it online, and they're doing it within their jobs. And it's like you're just being angsty and and fucking railing against the system, trying to be. You want to be that guy who 
puts the, the wrench in the fucking cogs of the machine and stops the whole whatever. It's like, motherfucker, uh, fall in the line, lick the boot. Well, it's like I said, Rusty, I think it's a generational thing where there's always been the kind of the stereotypical angsty teenager. But for the longest time, at least in most of the 20th century, um, society wasn't progressing super fast. And there's always sort of an idea of what you're going to do. You're just going to get a job and do it for the rest of your life. But the millennial generation, in many ways, they're kind of the first generation to deal with a huge, rapidly changing paradigm where the yeah. entire structure of what constitutes as a job right. has fundamentally and been profoundly yeah. altered. We had to figure out that, that we're pointless, we're useless, and the world does not need us. And also, the world doesn't give a fuck about anything that we have to say. What do you mean, we, you boomer? The, no, I'm saying we as as millennials. Uh, me, me. Right. I'm in that millennial yeah. shit, man. I mean, I'm I'm gonna say like absolutely. <laughs> I was I was 16 before I made a a fucking Facebook account. So I was two years away from being an adult before I really before we even had high speed internet. So right. I I mean like I I understand I understand what you're saying, and I mean luckily I found my way by getting into YouTube and actually progressing rather than writing blogs for fucking BuzzFeed. And uh, and just bitching on fucking Blogspot all day. I don't know. Well, it's no secret that the millennial generation has had kind of the greatest struggles in the last 50 years with finding employment, whether it's because of the Great Recession in 08 or other structural reasons where the nature of employment is so rapidly changing that they're, they study and get a degree in one thing and then it, it winds up completely obsolete just a few years later. Yeah. Whatever the cause... It's no secret that this generation it's is frustrated. kind of a, it's kind of a ster- it's a kind of a stereotype and it's also based in reality a little bit where they have trouble holding down a job mm-hmm. whereas back in the day a lot of these people they get a job and work that job for the rest of their lives these a lot of these people about 5 to 10 years older than me they don't really have not all of them have that luxury so it seems like when you don't have a job it's harder to justify your existence with some sort of greater purpose of contributing to the society. So I feel like a lot of these people have turned to sort of online activism and coalescing in these huge hate mobs where if I retweet this article where it looks like all these evil-looking MAGA kids are perpetuating our racist society against this poor old Native American, then I've done my duty for the okay, day. Okay, then hold up, hold up, And I can up. feel better about myself. If you say that, then, then what explains the fact that celebrities and people that are already successful and that are older – uh, are also doing this exact same thing. They're well, also think, on the same boat. I think a lot of celebrities deal with depression in the same way that some deadbeat millennial does, where even though they have a bunch of money and fame, mm-hmm. it doesn't make them happy, and they're still trying to find a greater purpose. They, you know, I think they probably see it as vapid, I, I, and they want to they want to do something that actually causes what they feel is legitimate positive change. Right. All right. But these but these celebrities, they're so far removed from the real world that that they they feel the necessity to be like oh yeah i'm just one of the uh the normies or not one of the normies i'm 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 like the little man i'm i'm also in the 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 class of people that that is having to deal with all these um difficulties and so they just go along with whatever these millennial bloggers are saying uh and they just take it they take it as truth even though because they're disconnected and the the people writing the articles well the truth are is it bitter. feels good to have it feels good to have people who agree with us rally around us and kind of hold us up as some kind of hero. Everyone wants to be a hero. Yeah. It goes back to what I was saying about MLK. Everyone wants to be like MLK. The problem is our society has 
changed so much for the problems he faced, there's not really a need for that kind of activism, but you see it regardless and you see it pushed to a level where now it's kind of negatively affecting their entire cause by going after people who haven't actually done anything wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, well, uh, can I ask you guys a question? Uh, Monkey, do you think that racism exists? <laughs> yeah, I, I've met Rusty Cage. I know racism exists. <laughs> it's This is the role I'm falling into. <laughs> <laughs> All white boomers are racist. That's what I learned. How can I be racist if, I, if I'm on a podcast with a Chinaman and a monkey? <laughs> Chinaman? Oh, I don't know. Wait. <laughs> Yellow man. <laughs> oh, wow. Lego man. As uh, as uh, uh, the uh, what's his oh, god? What is the name of that Coen Brothers movie? Uh, f- what's it? About? Which the, one? the one with the dude? What is that fucking called? Uh, Big Lebowski. Yeah, as Big Lebowski would say, that's not the preferred nomenclature. Hey man, it's oh. <laughs> not the preferred nomenclature. It's <laughs> funny. Well, um, you guys want to try to move on to the next thing? I'm gonna have to take a. Big old piss here. Yeah, this is an hour second. long, so we can have this as its own episode. If you yeah, guys, hopefully, it's a it's a fruitful discussion that won't yeah. be written on by the media. Oh, well, oh dude, it's we're, all right. we're fucked. It, this is uh, once they finally <laughs> find this channel, we're fucked because we're just discussing ideas and we're trying to run them through our, in our heads and we're arguing and we're reading our criticism and we're trying to learn from it. And the media fucking hates that because they would like us to already have decided what is the right way to think and to not deviate from that. And unfortunately, at least on this podcast, and I know in real life, we do not do that. We deviate and we think. You got to be born woke. There's no way to evaluate ideas and to come to conclusions. If you're not born woke, you will be bespoke. The, the best ideas are already decided for you. That's right. That's right. You go yeah, go to right. your liberal arts college and let them tell you right. what to think, not how to think, what to think. The only people I listen to for politics are Jimmy Kimmel and J.K. Rowling. <laughs> wow. so I don't know what the rest of you guys are doing. Whoa. Okay. For the Sony Podcast, uh, we've been three racists. We'll see you next time.